Hey there, welcome to episode six of the Hormone Alignment Podcast. I'm your host, Denise from Eclipsic Herbs. In today's episode, we're going to cover the link between your mental health, your hormones, and your gut health. So a little bit of a recap as to why your gut health is so important for your hormones. So your gut health, specifically your liver, is in charge of processing the used up estrogen in your body. So the second half of your cycle from ovulation up until your period, your body is hard at work processing the estrogen that is rising at that point in your cycle. Now, your gut microbiome is the bacteria that live in your gut. There can be beneficial bacteria and bad bacteria. The beneficial bacteria helps you absorb nutrients from your food and helps you produce most of your serotonin. While having an imbalance of bad bacteria can lead to inflammation in your digestive system as well as nutrient deficiencies. If you want to know more about these, then check out my previous episode on what you need to know about your gut health. Your gut is also where inflammation can originate from, so inflammation can be triggered by things like stress and your diet both of which heavily affect your gut health. Increases inflammation can make most conditions worse. Things like PCOS and endometriosis are just some of them. This inflammation can also negatively impact your immune system as well. That's because at least 70% of your immune system is actually housed in your gut. So I'm sure by now you realize just how big of an impact your gut health has on your overall well-being. So let's go ahead and take a closer look at how your mental health is affected by your gut health. So your brain and your gut are literally connected through your vagus nerve. This connects your gut to your central nervous system. That's why when you get nervous, you feel butterflies in your stomach. This connection goes both ways. So for example, if you're feeling depressed, you are more likely to choose inflammatory comfort foods. Then that bad bacteria now also causes inflammation, which will lead to more feelings of depression, leading more to like a vicious cycle. And I wanted to go ahead and cover what other foods can affect your mood. One of the big key ones is sugar. So too much sugar can lead to inflammation in the brain and it can also result in depression. The brain only needs about 62 grams of glucose a day to do its job. It also has been found in rat studies that high blood sugar levels can lead to lower levels of brain-derived neurotrophic factor, which is a protein that is critical for brain development and growth. Plus it also helps your brain better adapt to stressors. Going hand in hand with sugar is the high glycemic carbs. So that are those are carbs that are most likely to be broken down into sugar. So think of things like pasta, bread, white rice. All of them have a similar effect to excess sugar. The same goes for fried foods. Which, speaking of fried foods, be careful of what types of fat you eat. So if you're consuming too much of things like corn, sunflower, and saffron oil, it can lead to an imbalance between your omega-3s and your omega-6. You want a good balancing between both of these. They're You can refer to these as like the good and bad cholesterol, but it's a good amount to have more omega-3 than omega-6. And both of these also impact your emotional regulation. And if you have too much of omega-6, it can lead to depression. These same high fat and high carb foods can also cause anxiety in some people. So think of high fat and high, high carb as you would from like a standard Western diet. So a lot of junk food, fast food, a lot of pasta, carbs, and things like that. This is all because unhealthy diets cause brain serotonin to be reduced in some brain regions, which would increase the possibility of anxiety. Not only that, but diets high in fat and carbs can also lead to obesity. Now, there hasn't been an official link between obesity and increased anxiety in people, but what can actually happen is that it changes the gut bacteria in those individuals, which that would then lead to increased levels of anxiety. Now, if you combine how bad food affects your mental health along with how it affects your hormones, you can see how it can compound on each other. 
for instance, while I was going for my psychology degree, when I was in my early 20s, I was working two part-time jobs serving. I had only about an hour and a half in between jobs, so I just ate whatever was at the restaurant, that restaurant being Olive Garden. And if you know Olive Garden, it's mostly pastas, really heavy, salty foods. And I didn't realize at the time, but my mental health was going down fast. Not only that, but my cycles had become irregular, and it was when my cystic acne was at its worst. So no amount of topical creams or detox teas were gonna fix it because it was a combination of diet, stress, lack of rest, and new nutrient deficiencies that were causing the storm basically. But the good news is that we can now see food in a new light. So instead of it being something like I had to eat to basically just keep myself alive, I now see it as fuel for my body. So this new change in thought process is what helps me decide if something is beneficial for me and if it will help my body or if it will hinder it. Now, when it comes to your connection between your gut health and your brain, it's a very broad topic and I'm, I'm just skimming the surface. But a really good book that got me looking into this type of research is This Is Your Brain on Food by Uma Nato, which is a board certified psychiatrist. And what really is interesting about this book is that she doesn't just dive into things like increased anxiety, depression, but she also talks about how different foods will affect people, say with ADHD, with bipolar disorder, with the more mental health issues. And what's her approach to this that's really cool is that she doesn't believe in just prescribing prescription medication. Of course, prescription medication has its own time and place and it could even be combined with having a healthier diet. But what's so cool about this is she goes into different research that shows just how important your gut health is to your mental well-being and what's crazy is that this is still considered more like a new age type of therapy combining both healthy diet and if needed prescription medication which is crazy to me because you think that your gut health would be the first thing that they would try to assess and see how you're doing because it has such a big impact on your mental well-being i mean if 90 percent of your serotonin is made in your gut then you would think that would be the first place that they would check. So I'm happy to see that there is starting to be a shift now into more of a holistic approach when it comes to not only hormone health, but also mental health as well. All right, and that's it for me today. Today's episode was indeed shorter. I just didn't want to bombard you with so much information because it is a complex topic. And I might do a couple of different episodes going into more details about different effects or different foods that might affect you differently. All right, and if you want to hang out some more, come over to my Instagram, at Eclipseitgerbs. I post more hormone health information, and we can chat some more there. And if you would like some more help balancing your hormones naturally, I offer one-on-one consultations in my hormone alignment program. So it's a three-month program where we go over what hormones are out of balance, how to best support your body based on your own constitution and needs. And you also learn how to keep your hormones happy long-term. So head on over to the Eclipseitgerbs website. I will have it linked in the show notes. Talk to you soon.